Hello, and welcome to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. Dive. Dive. You're listening to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet, a podcast where three friends explore online communities of the weird and strange phenomena from the deepest depths of the internet. Captain, we've gone too far. Hello, and welcome <laughs> to another riveting episode of 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. I'm your captain this week. I am Kyle Luck. With me, as always, uh, is John Carr. Say hello. That's me. That's Hi. John. Hello. hello. And Harlan, don't sleep on him, Spinks. Uh, hi, are we are we gonna wrestle? What's happening here? Are you Vince Let's McMahon? Let's get ready to learn about the internet. <laughs> Let's do that as the intro instead. <laughs> that really gets me pumped up. Like I'm gonna really, be honest with you. Like a really wordy uh, wrestling announcer. Yeah. Can, can we all <laughs> yeah. get fun nicknames every time and then ring a bell? Ooh, sure. yeah, Kyle, you need to set up a a, a bell ding sound on your ding, end. Ding, ding, ding. Check it out, dude. I'll do a whole suite right now. Ready? Here we okay, go. Great. Welcome to the ring, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Bearded Wonder, Jonathan Carr. What's up, everybody? And in opposition tonight, well, I said it before, do not sleep on him. It is the sleepy boy, Harlan Speed. It's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. That's my intro song, by the way. <laughs> I want a good, clean fight. <laughs> oh, God. All right, let's get into this fucking thing a little bit here. So uh, we're going to go back to talking about video games. Um, I feel like we, uh, we've talked about video games a lot on this. We've talked about Second Life. We've talked about Sad Satan. We've talked about... Uh, <laughs> I, I almost called you a nerd, but when you said Second Life, I was like, oh, wait, that was mine. So that <laughs> yeah. would have been stupid. We talked and about... Talking about it a lot is like barely scratching the surface, I think. Like mm-hmm. we, we maybe like whiffed across it sure across the surface sure that's true there's so much um and you know we talked about active worlds i think that was the last one i hosted so we're right back into video games guys uh we're going to talk about world of warcraft this time um, oh okay I'm, Damn. I'm, I'm sure there's uh the thing about world of warcraft has been active for so long it has a massive player base uh some crazy shit has happened throughout the years there's always there's there's been a number of like pop culture moments um crazy like phenomena like just crazy fucking things that have happened can you guys think of one in particular yeah i can only think of one and it's probably the most famous one and it's leroy jenkins absolutely that sound bite will live in infamy and it does yeah it does it yeah yeah, it's actually, fuck now. I think we mentioned it in one of our episodes not long ago, and I went back and rewatched the video, and boy, is it joyful. It it's is just great. fun to watch. <laughs> it is Everyone's great. dreams getting crushed. God damn it, Leroy. God. <laughs> God damn it. The perfect name, too, for someone to do that. Mm-hmm. I know. Just totally ruin a raid. Of course his name is fucking Leroy Jenkins. He's <laughs> still got chicken, man. <laughs> yep. So, we're going to talk about another moment in time in world of warcraft's history um and it's it all revolves around a car park no 
Hakar the Soul Flayer. I'm sorry. You need to run that by me one more time. <laughs> Hakar the Soul Flayer. Flayer. Soul Flayer. F L A Y E R, not F L A I R. Right. Not Flayer. Soul like, Flayer. Hey. You need an yeah. X amount of pieces of Soul Flayer on your fucking suspenders. <laughs> or F L A R E. Sure. That's a, you can oh, shoot yeah. oh, your that soul in the sky of, to be detected. Damn, that's exactly that ooh. one's cool. I that do is, like flare with an e. or or souffler. Okay, makes okay. a nice like souffle, a sou, like a souffle. Okay, yeah, yeah okay, like okay, a sous okay. chef, like a chocolate one. Sure. Okay, we're really building out this non-existent world I that what we were about to talk about. about. Yeah, yeah you, know <laughs> you, you mentioned souffle, and I was like, I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> where's the chocolate? Let's do it. I haven't actually mentioned what we're talking about, other than we're going to talk about something that surrounds around Hakar the Soul Flayer. Let's dive in. Yeah. Dun. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... On September 13th, 2000, sorry, 2005. Hey, Let's get with it's a it, day guys. day after my birthday. Oh, look at that. Uh, Blizzard Entertainment, the creators of the World of Warcraft and all Warcraft things and Starcraft things, uh, released patch 1.7 for its still young MMO game, World of Warcraft. This patch was entitled Rise of the Blood God. Cool. Ooh, Hardcore. Fun. Love it. Yeah. Uh, you know, as with it was kind of an expansion, if you will. Uh, you know, new features, new things to do. Um, one of those things. New was, ways to grind. Yeah, new ways to get on that grind, baby. Uh, it should be noted that I quit around this time too. I was playing World of Warcraft and then I quit around when. This Sorry, happened. what year again? What did you say? What this year? This is two twenty oh five. 20 oh, oh okay got 20 it I was just five. graduating 20 Great. Oh, okay. five 20 oh, five. Mm -hmm. yeah so one of the things that came out with this patch was a temple called zolgarub uh it, i uh, mean listen i i i love my fantasy we play D D. hey this is a good time to mention we finally got john into a D D <laughs> section it's happening <laughs> for I've anyone been, who's been keeping track of that <laughs> i have been conned i i've been rude i've been courted and finally said yes to some some handsome suitors but but I will say, as much as I love my fantasy, the one thing I hate the most about fantasy are some of the goddamn names, because they are unintelligible and sort of all sound the same if you say them fast enough. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that was Zol uh, Tar no, Zol Zol Zolgrub. Okay, let me. Uh, uh -huh. here, how about this, Harlan? I'll I'll literally <laughs> spell it out for you. Look at that. Great. There you go, buddy. Um, oh, of ooh. course there's a fucking apostrophe in there <laughs> that is z-u-l apostrophe g-u-r-u-b but it's not important it's not important I, at all I love it's the name of the fucking that. dungeon bro get with it okay 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 i'm sorry I, so, i'll try to keep the tangents to a minimum from now on the <laughs> boss the boss of this dungeon no no you can tangent all you want baby uh, we've got calculators. Zul, Zul Grub sounds like the fantasy uh, Grubhub, where like <laughs> that's the place you get your fantasy fucking Choco Taco or whatever. <laughs> I like your, your it delivered. I had a you know I had um I had a delivery service deliver me a single milkshake the other night. Oh, I'm, dude, yeah, that's I'm proud baller. of that. I'm proud of that move. She was uh, the delivery person was um confused <laughs> no she seemed like she was pretty into it her name was crystal she was cool but she was probably a little too much perfume but 
Um, <laughs> on New Year's Day, uh, we had um, frozen yogurt delivered from three blocks away. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> yes. Fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck walking. No, that shit's that. so 2020. There's a, that is that is for so the birds. <laughs> Literally, it's it's 2020 because we couldn't walk anywhere. Yeah, that's we true. couldn't leave. So there was a dungeon that came out called Zolgarub, not Grubhub, uh, containing a serpent-like demon god as a boss called Hakar the Soul Flayer. Let me classic. Uh, let me drop a little. Let me show you what this bad boy looks like. This is the uh, the uh, the art for him, uh, the promo art. He is uh, impressive, to say the least. Oh, look um, at that fancy, fancy boy. Yeah. Oh, so, he's got blades for hands. That's he even does. cooler. Yeah. Uh, so Zolgarub is a raid. It was a 20-person raid. Uh, WoW raids can go up to 40 players. Um, so r- raids are basically these deeper dungeons that have uh, mechanics where you, you as a 40-person team or a 20-person team need to learn the mechanics learn how to overcome them like at this point in time everyone needs to stand here all right when he flashes that color everyone needs to go over here all the while healing everybody doing the proper amount of damage like sure you know strategy all these kind of things um yeah they have to you know work together to overcome the dungeon as a whole this oh, boss <laughs> over over not the best internet connection in 2005 yeah. too might, i <laughs> might add it's all it's all client side too. They do everything client side. So the servers are relying on your individual at oh home. Oh boy. Yeah. Ooh, that's a lot of load, huh? Yeah. So the <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's a whole lot of load. The boss, uh Hakar, um, in this like one of his mechanics was he could apply this debuff, which is like a negative effect, called corrupted blood to players. Um, in addition to doing initial damage to someone, like when it gets cast on them, uh, corrupted blood would continue to deal damage once every few seconds, uh, slowly, slowly wearing down a player's health. Now, um, Kyle, is that an AOE attack or what are we talking here? So this was a single target <laughs> attack that had an AOE effect, which I'm about to get to. Uh, Ooh. this corrupted blood was also designed to be contagious. Uh, and it would spread from a, it would spread from attacker to attacker. Meaning, if you're near someone oh, who had corrupted that's blood, cool. you would get corrupted blood as well. Uh, mm. So, for the mechanic of this fight is you have to spread out so that the attackers that get it don't keep spreading it to everybody else in the raid. To I otherwise, mean, you don't have enough healing to like you know. Right. Yeah. In general, that's just basic like field tactics. I think spread out. Don't clump up. You know what I mean? Depending I've watched a lot of Depending airsoft videos for some reason on so, YouTube. This, there there <laughs> are some wild fights where it requires like everyone who's doing DPS damage per second uh, stick clumped in one zone uh, so that they're not being hit by damage right. everywhere else. So there's the opposite too. But in this That's case... such a cool thing. Yeah. In this case, the, the thing was is that you need everyone to be spread out and not touching so as not to spread this thing so as not to strain your healers so you can keep your tank alive and take down the boss. Uh, sure. Yeah, an infected player could spread it to uh, other players, as I just mentioned. Uh, so, WoW is an RPG, and so as an RPG, you are able to uh, you you like when you start the game, you pick a race, you pick a class, and uh, all the races and class have different things going on. I just sent you guys the tooltip for corrupted blood. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna Amazing. file this away. Yeah, I keep don't that one. Need this at all. No, you, you need to see it. You need to see what it says. Uh, so yeah, so 
when you're creating when you're creating your character uh you know it's like all your fantasy stuff like orcs gnomes elves humans yada yada um and then for classes you've got like warrior mage rogue druid all that kind of stuff um among those classes you can choose from you can also choose to be a hunter or a warlock both those classes are special in that they have pets um in the case of Aww. a hunter, it's like a beast they tame from, like, you know, zone, like the, the wild, like, oh, I found a wolf I like, I'll tame him, and now he's my pet. Oh, yeah, you can, in, in uh, wow, you can, like, capture animals. Is that what you're talking about? Like, if you physically capture, is that what you're talking yeah, you about? Yeah, you have to, like, go out and, like, you're... And find it. You have to, like, weaken it. It's kind of like catching a Pokemon, kind of. Right, right. Yeah, I've seen, <clears throat> um, like, videos of people playing. I, I, I tried to play a little bit recently. Um, I didn't get very far. Uh, there's a whole lot going on, but I've seen people play it and you like with your little net catch uh, like butterflies. Oh, and yeah. Rabbits. I'm, not, I'm not even talking about that. That's something totally. Oh, separate. that's a, it's a different this, thing. This is a class mechanic. Like as a hunter, you have abilities like oh. you can make your fucking pet go into a rage and like attack and like, you know, there's like all these <laughs> fucking things. I immediately you thought do. a rabbit because I just said that thing of a rabbit in a rage is hilarious. Right. And then warlocks have like demons or fiends they summon from other planes. Pretty standard fantasy Im- stuff. Imps and things. Yeah. Uh, so these, these oh, pets. Oh, I've been to that store. <laughs> <laughs> They're a direct competitor to Hobby Lobby. Nice. Uh, these pets can be summoned and dismissed at the discretion of the player. So like you're like, if you're in the middle of combat, you can be like, oh, fuck. Actually, my pets get in the way. I'll get rid of it. So with this fight with, versus Hakkar, uh, players notice that the corrupted blood spell was also affecting their pets. And so as you have this AI thing running around, it's spreading. Oh no. <laughs> to oh, God. everyone, And it's like, Oh fuck. Well, okay. So dismiss your pets. No problem. Simp- like, so like, Oh shit. Like the, the pets are split- spreading corrupted blood to everybody. Dismiss them. Just get rid of them. So then they get rid of them. Right. And so it makes it so that there's more control over where this thing is spreading and the healers don't have to heal fucking 30 people. Sure, time, I, you know? I, I, I'm feeling a glitch coming on. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, upon completing this encounter with the car, uh, as is frequently the case in many fantasy MMOs, the player's first destination would typically be the game's major urban centers, specifically markets, you know, like hit up the auction house, the bank, the vault, the blacksmith to repair your gear. Right. Unsurprisingly, markets at any given time among the most de- are among the most densely populated areas of World of Warcraft. And having dismissed their pets during the Hakkar battle, upon the return to cities and marketplaces, many hunters oh, and no. warlocks called them back. Oh no! <laughs> Unbeknownst to players and developers alike, while the corrupted blood disease was removed when players left Zolgarub, it stayed active on the dismissed pets. Oh my god! Oh my god! They've. This is like a. Di- you know that game. What's it called? Uh, v- virus or pandemic or something that was kind of popular for a minute. You mean the real whole life? point of the. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But game. it was the whole. The whole point of the game was like you were supposed to create a virus, and and the the goal of the game was to infect the world in the quickest amount of time possible. <laughs> they acc- It sounds like what you're about to tell us is they accidentally did this years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in World of Warcraft. Rough. <laughs> As pets were summoned back to masters in the densely crowded virtual marketplaces, players immediately began contracting corrupted blood. 
<laughs> this God. is so weirdly specific and relevant to the time we live in it's now. It's fucking weird, man. Especially since it's coming from an animal. Yeah. Like a pet. I'm, fe- I'm feeling very triggered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I should laugh or be like, oh. So, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, too soon. So, Zolgarub. Too soon. Too soon. This is yeah, 2005. <laughs> Zol- Zolgarub. <laughs> Zolgarub is an end game. What have you done? How dare you? <laughs> Zolgarub was an end game um, encounter. So you had to be like top like item. Like you had to be fucking the buffest dude, right? Right. Um, oh, Harlan, you wouldn't be there, huh? one hundred percent. So, did you me. think I was gonna be like John? Oh, I know, <laughs> I know where I stand in the hierarchy of masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> It's a uh, Zolgrub's a dungeon. It's stepdad, by the way. Sorry, that's yes, where yeah, I missed. No, for sure, you got it. That's the hierarchy. <laughs> Zolgrub is a dungeon that is reflective of the skill and strength of the high-level players it was intended to attract. Mm-hmm. Corrupted blood was a particularly dangerous debuff, uh, which you know ended up being kind of annoying to higher-level characters. If you have good teamwork, you're able to kind of cure it off of yourself and not like sure. get fucked. But uh, it is quite <laughs> devastating to lower level players, uh, meaning in the, <laughs> the comparison to real life is uh, at risk groups uh, for COVID. <laughs> um, Grandmas and grandpas. <laughs> yeah. Um, Was oh, before you move on, what what do you do you have like a level that y- recommendation you know what i mean like at what level was it really bad oh i mean if you got this even like level 30 level 20 yeah yeah definitely but if you're you're, fucked if you're level 60 and you're like rocking raid gear you're gonna be able to survive this for a while uh but if you're even if you're level 60 and don't have if you're like a fresh level 60 and which is the max level in the game uh and you don't have raid gear yeah you can get fucked by this thing it's all about your stat like (laughs) boosting those stats that's insane that nobody like (laughs) i mean it's hilarious when stuff like this happens just in general when there's like one thing they missed (laughs) yeah they missed a couple things when we'll get to the others um fuck but (laughs) so basically the lower level players that are in the city the main cities and everything it's affecting them way quicker uh so some players without enough health to not be instantly killed by it um ran out of the marketplaces to get away from it and into other areas of the city others uh (laughs) some infected some not quickly teleported elsewhere because you can like fast travel and like teleport to other parts of like the fucking globe well and the other thing too is that when you die in wow you have to go find your body right within yeah. a certain radius yeah yeah yeah. so yeah. if you die in <laughs> in ground zero you have to you still have to go back there to try and revive yeah, yourself so if you resurrect again you're gonna get infected again and just die again so oh and there's a wait time too yeah so Corrupt- you could go to like the limit of the radius right because you don't have to be right next to your body yeah there's a radius you get right to the edge of your radius resurrect and run as fast as possible just to die not get infected but the problem was people (laughs) were getting infected as they're running away and they kept spreading it to people that were further and further away from the outbreak zone this is fucking incredible to me i think this is the funniest shit ever because they accidentally made a digital zombie situation they didn't mean to they really fucking didn't uh, uh yeah and also the scientist that created covid too right yes, yeah, because we yes. all know it was made in a lab mm-hmm. so now you have corrupted blood just racing through numerous 
World of Warcraft cities and towns all across this virtual world, spreading and killing scores of characters, representing tens or thousands or even hundreds of thousands of human players at this point. Oh my god. Meanwhile, players in areas far flung from marketplaces or cities teleported closer to observe the growing panic, because everyone likes loves to watch a nice train wreck, uh, right? Yeah. Which both increased both the virtual body count and in some cases <laughs> furthered its spread. God, we are really just gonna as humans, this is so indicative of the human condition. Like w- we are gonna be the people that kill us. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, we're, we're yeah. working pretty steadily towards it, actually. Yeah. It's like when you see a car accident on the freeway and you slow down and then, oh, you've just got rear-ended by a guy who's not, who doesn't give a shit and is like rational and normal and you've caused another car accident and it's just I mean, a chain reaction of car accidents. I am fairly, I feel fairly confident that I will see a Jurassic Park type situation in our lifetime. It's, oh, definitely. It's pure hubris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> so guys the other thing that the developers didn't take into account <clears throat> since they never thought this debuff would leave Hakkar's lair the blood god Hakkar the soul flare they never thought he's like a sick as fuck dragon he, he's just like he's a bird man he's got baby. crazy fucking wings like yeah he looks so yeah, tight he's, he's beautiful he's got sickles for arms yeah so of course he would figure out a way to spread the the blood is what it blood corrupted blood everywhere yeah, the look at blood. him look at him it's actually kind of great like from a lore perspective this is what he was supposed to do <laughs> yeah he was he supposed was to bring too a, good at it bring maybe, upon, like a blood plague along these upon these lands of non-believers maybe it wasn't um uh that they forgot this little bit that this would maybe happen maybe this was the plan all along unfortunately it was not the plan all along oh <laughs> like, okay Blizzard, <laughs> Blizzard was was like, oh, sweating fuck. bullets while this was happening they're like holy shit <laughs> we're gonna decimate our entire fucking user base yeah dude uh so here's the other thing that they didn't foresee since they didn't think it was gonna leave the mm-hmm. the the you know the fucking boss room corrupted blood could be spread to npcs and they wouldn't Dude, die. I was oh my god. I was gonna ask if it was <laughs> if the NPCs could get it too. Yeah, holy so shit. They can't Harlan, do anything about it. Not only <laughs> could they get it, but they didn't die. They didn't they weren't like taking damage. So if you go they're like asym- asymptomatic carriers, basically. Oh my <gasps> god. This is it's like so the entire bizarre. population of Los Angeles. <laughs> it's so this insane. Is, yeah. <laughs> So, normal this gameplay. Is so weird. Normal gameplay at this point was completely disrupted. The major towns and cities were abandoned by the population as panic set in, and players <laughs> rushed to evacuate to the relative safety of the countryside, leaving urban areas filled with dead player characters. You got to see some of these fucking screenshots. Oh my All god! All I can think right now is the opening to Twenty Eight Days Later. Right now. <sighs> yeah. Oh, so. Good lord. <laughs> Just skeletons everywhere. Dude, yeah. So that's what it looks like when you're walking to a zoning, you see that you go, oh, fuck, people were fighting here. In this case, it's just a fucking plague ran through. This, this is likely you, people trying to keep respawning in the same spot and just keep getting it right. and dying. Yeah. Can you imagine being a new player that was like, oh, I heard about this wow thing. And you fucking come upon this. <laughs> oh, a new ossuary called Rise of, of the Blood Bones. God. That sounds cool. Jesus. 
I love that in this this second one you sent us, it's it's literally just a it looks like a library covered uh-huh. in bones, and, and there's, there's one yeah there's one person like in the foreground and one person in the background. They're socially and distanced. the way they're the way they're they standing are. makes it look like they like accidentally walked in here and didn't know each other and locked eyes and went uh oh f- do f- do you know fuck I didn't do what, it what what is this <laughs> what yeah did was this you <laughs> should I be afraid of you or the hundreds of skeletons <laughs> so check this shit out so players with healing spells like priests shamans all that. Uh, in the major cities where all this shit was fucking going down, uh, bravely attempted to resurrect or heal dead or dying lower players for long enough that they could either escape the cities or arrive in what amounted to virtual first aid areas as like people started to rally. First responders. Yeah, like try, trying to like quell the spread of this thing. They'd- fantasy emts trying to fucking do their best at ground zero yeah oh my god while many hey you know what my heart goes out to those poor souls the horrors they must have seen it's they didn't know what they were getting into this is not what they signed up for bloody no they don't get paid enough while while many players were healed of corrupted blood long enough to reach uh you know, the comparably safe digital wilderness. Other resurrected <laughs> players quickly became reinfected and died again, as we've been talking about. I uh, was <laughs> you can't build immunity to it. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes spreading the disease a bit further in the process, like I'm alive and then running and, you know, spreading it into the auction house or whatever. Yeah, going to have a white claw with your bros at the at Chad's house party. Even mm-hmm. then, even then, yeah, I mean, yep. Even then, some of the most powerful <laughs> healers ultimately succumb to corrupted blood, <laughs> surrounded by the afflicted while trying to administer aid. So, oh like, e- like, can you just imagine, like, trying to keep yourself alive? Like, you get infected, you're still healing yourself and trying to heal those around you so they get <laughs> enough time to fucking get out. Um,. So yeah, just to see Greg the gnome later down at the fucking pub. <laughs> what are you like, doing? It's Go all home. hoax, man. There's it's a pandemic, hoax. bro. <laughs> yeah. It's just a fucking hoax. The gnomes all think it's a hoax. <laughs> oh. God damn it, dude. So players without healing abilities, there's other ways to help. People were using the yell function in the game. So the yell function is um it's a proximity-based communication thing. So instead of like talking into like <laughs> I mean, trade chat. Look, Kyle, that's that it's the same principle in real life (laughs) yeah so but if i say in a video game you yell like i need i feel like i need to describe this (laughs) please do (laughs) how does it work within the world of wow because in world of warcraft if you are just typing generally you're talking into the general chat Mm -hmm. which goes to everyone in the fucking everyone in the region can got it read general chat um so if you're using the yell function, it's a proximity thing where only people within X amount of range can see the message. I see. Okay. Amazing. I, I love that that principle exists in WoW and in real life. As in... Yes. It's, you know, art <laughs> I, imitates I would, reality. I, would, I really want to start, you know, talking about me screaming as like, oh, it's a proximity-based uh, form of communication. <laughs> I wasn't I'm yelling. Not- I'm not angry or anything. I'm not like, this isn't I'm trying assault. to reach more people. Yeah, exactly. You just don't understand the functionality. Right, 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 right. So In people, quotes. people would Hang yell. On, let me, let me, let me describe the mechanics of this to you. <laughs> and then you yell it in their face. <laughs> Hang on. You say. Listen, shut up. <laughs> 
so but they would use the yell function to get people to come because you could also see where it's coming. Like you could see they'd above. get people to come. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you yell loud enough, I you quit. could. I fucking quit. <laughs> Uh, so um, it's about the vibrations man the idea was to like like highlight like hey this zone is you know corrupted blood free and people could see the fucking red text above the person's head who's yelling sure and like you know migrate to form like a safe group essentially great Anyways, that's yelling. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't have a note here that just says talk about yell function. Uh-huh. That's good. Oh, it went well. We covered it. Well, yeah. thanks. <laughs> yeah, it went great. Success. Yeah, you guys really suspended your de- belief about how things work in a video game versus real life. Well, well um, it just seems a little backwards to me. That was my whole thing. Well, yeah, because because mm, technically mm. anything you say goes to everybody normally. So in this yeah, context, yeah, yeah. it's the opposite. Like you're yeah, only that's... people near you can see what yeah, you're see, saying. Yeah, see, Harlan, in the video game, you would always be yelling. That's your <laughs> oh, normal form I can't of help it. I can't help it. I yeah. Like when we used what? to go camping, when that was still a thing, <laughs> oh uh, your your normal volume would reach just I was I was away. I was a beacon for most of my friends in the middle of the night. If they yeah, heard we, me laughing or yelling, which is just how I normally talk, it was like the North Star. You could always find where the campsite was. They That's knew the very party true. was still region. You you saved a lot of <laughs> <laughs> you saved a lot of lives with that laugh. Ah, I was lost in the woods, and then I heard Holland's cackle. It led me through. I knew okay, it was cackle. Not, I was not <laughs> I following a witch's cackle. No, that was far behind <laughs> me at this point. I was following a friendly cackle, a warm cackle, one that I would cuddle up with surely tonight later in a tent. An embracing cackle. <laughs> yeah, a whiskey cackle. <laughs> a cackle that wraps itself around you with stubble uh, in your ear. <laughs> Harwin's got a lot of stubble. That's a real uh, laugh right now. I can't. That's very, very good. I feel so seen. <laughs> so for four days, <laughs> September 13th. Four se- days? To September 16th, <laughs> the plague spread. <laughs> this is what you were kind of talking about a little earlier, Harlan, but casual <clears throat> players would like log in and be like, oh, what's going on? Oh, my God. <laughs> and then not be able to play the fucking game because they would just keep dying. They wouldn't be able to play the game. They wouldn't. They had. They couldn't play the game. This is why Blizzard was shitting bricks because they were like people were like unsubs like you know canceling their subscriptions. Games broken. Blizzard yeah. was losing money. So definitely was not intentional. Um, and uh, the problem was that people kept logging in, and as soon as things would start to normalize again, someone would talk to an NPC that had it, and it would spread <laughs> it out again oh and God. cause another Asymptomatic. fucking. Yeah. So. The, the, it just became standard to assume that every NPC was a carrier and to avoid them entirely, which then prevented people from playing the game normally. Like, you couldn't go to the blacksmith to get your fucking, your fucking gear repaired if you died right. and to get repaired and, you know, that kind you of thing. You had to do frontier medicine. Just operate on yourself. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you gotta get in there with the fucking, the saw and just amputate, baby. Save, <laughs> you know, cut off a limb, save the rest of the body, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so... I, I, I grabbed this quote. This is a pretty funny. Um, uh, this is from an in-game account uh, of someone. Her name is Nadia Heller. Um, the world chat would explode anytime a city fell. We kept a close eye not only on our guild chat, but on the world chat as well to see where not to go. We didn't want to catch it. Oh my god! Oh my god! It like changed the way people played the game. 
It's like wow Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty what's much. trending? Which city has just fallen? Uh, uh. Yeah. Plague alerts. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's what a, a citizen basically is now. Yeah, exactly. So it wouldn't be the internet without its handful of trolls, right? So, oh, these motherfuckers, a number of griefers took advantage of the fear and confusion and purposely infected themselves with corrupted blood and would search for pockets of uninfected players. Eventually, enough communication and teamwork led groups of uh, led to groups of players who were not affected by corrupted blood and hunkered down in various regions that were not affected by this epidemic. Uh, Ironically, (laughs) the plague lands is one of the safer regions to wait this out in. Oh my god, um, that is so fucking perfect. Yeah, the plague lands where normally is just like a desolate, uninhabited zone is now where you go to like fucking write out the plague. All right, yeah. guys, we gotta That's hunker fun. down in the spider holes of the plague lands. <laughs> Build a bunker, man. So everyone turn into a prepper. Getting yeah, getting towards the end of this here. This is a quick one for us uh overall, I think. But because of the abilities player to resurrect and be resurrected and Thus, the possibility for the disease to spread without end, as opposed to real-world outcomes, which include herd immunity, vaccine development, or, sure. you know, other things that can happen with this kind of shit. The only solution was for the game managers to reboot the servers, removing the corrupted blood infections all across the game, uh, and modifying the corrupted blood spell code, uh, which would no longer affect pets, and... <laughs> Uh, to ensure that any case the virtual disease would not leave the Hakar encounter area. The total death count over these four days was in the upper hundreds of thousands, possibly even a million. Oh my God. Boy. Um, So I was curious. I was like, I wonder if like science looked to this as a model at all. (laughs) Right. (laughs) They did. Oh, really? Dude, this is that's actually fucking incredible that like a mistake like this had some sort of real world utility, right? Yeah. <clears throat> to to help future I mean, well, we're living in a pandemic right now, so I guess it didn't really help that much, but Yeah. Uh, nice try. <clears throat> I mean, well, yeah, yeah. Blizzard. But but to take into factors that maybe like scientists and fucking nerds, if I'm being honest, <laughs> didn't think about initially, like people not believing it or going back it like infecting themselves whether it's intentionally or not you know like how continue i'm sure you're going to talk about it because that's that i think out of all of this has is going to be the most fascinating part yeah this is this is quick i i found this article it's from the seattle times actually um uh from last year in april wow so the spread of corrupted blood. I'm basically, par- I'm like almost going to be verbatim from this article here because it's pretty interesting. The spread sure. of corrupted blood and the player's behavioral changes to it caught the attention of epidemiologist Nina Pfefferman, who was a World of Warcraft player at the time of the incident. Pfefferman reached out to her. Car- amazing. <laughs> this is why. This is why everybody amazing. needs to try everything <laughs> once in their life. You know what I mean? What are the fucking odds? <laughs> <laughs> Pfefferman reached out to her cog, uh, colleague Eric Lofgren and and two thousand seven. Who was a D and D player? <laughs> yeah, and he was a long time D and D dungeon master. Uh, the two published a paper that detailed their findings, including complex models of human behavior during a pandemic. Pfefferman said the in- incident has helped f- inform her current research into predictive modeling around COVID nineteen. Now, this was written in April twenty twenty, so this was this is like all before shit popped off for you know i mean 
like to the yeah, degree that's at. That but nonetheless, that was they about were used, when everything hit the were, fan. Exactly, but they were looking at this as like a model for like what can we expect? That's crazy. So I wonder, do, does it say at all how they found? out about this incident on wow or she she played lived through she it. was a she, player she yeah. lived through it yeah. right she survived sure, okay. she's a survivor <laughs> so what, here's, what here's they, a quote from what her. they didn't account for in in this particular model is uh deniers they they kind of do though and i'll get i'll get to it a little bit um so 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 pfefferman says what i do is study all the aspects of infectious disease uh, disease outbreaks that help us prepare for pandemics we really saw the full gamut of behaviors we see in the real world reflected in the player character choices during corrupted blood that's that's insane that's so wild that an accidental like coding error Mm -hmm. has probably in some ways helped inform scientists and the general public on what would happen in a real like what would it be like how much worse would the time we live in now be if the thing in wow never happened you know what i mean oh my gosh it's hard to imagine because it's fucking staggering how bad we've handled it yeah that's very true at the same time it was a referenceable uh you know study this is the type of thing that I feel like some people might look at and be like, I believe in God. Right. Mm-hmm. He's real. There's Boom. no other explanation. So Dimitri Williams, uh, an associate press professor from the Uni- University of Southern California, uh, who was also playing World of Warcraft during the Corrupted Blood incident. Of course. What, how? I just... That- <laughs> They're everywhere, Harland. That's, I mean, yes, I'm not denying that, but look, just in the look, context... One, look, one in three people plays wow in this call yeah that's true particular scenario that is true well yeah one and a half people play wow in this call right now i kind of dabbled yeah uh harwin has played wow within the statue of limitations statute statue of limitations halt (laughs) like big statue like a handout statue of limitations he's just holding up a scroll that's a tos <laughs> so, rolling down the floor for three miles. So Dr. Williams here is raising like he's he's kind of the descent to Pfefferman's you know claim, uh, saying um, there are games where you are encouraged to behave in a way that you would never behave offline. You really have to know the game, play it, understand the culture, so you can make these kind of determinations. That yeah, this is a pretty good proxy. So he's saying because it was a wow in a video game, people were acting like. You know, like they, yeah. Well, it's like playing a first-person shooter. None of the majority of people that play first-person shooters aren't actually fantasizing about going around murdering people. You know what I mean? When you play, mm-hmm. when you play Red Dead, and do you do, does your do, does your morality come into play at all when you play Red Dead? Uh, yeah, definitely. The newest one, yes, That's because I mean. the story Sorry. is fantastic. Yeah, but I mean, but, like, you feel bad when you do something bad. Yeah. Yes. Well, well, the thing is, is that the, usually, and I can't speak for everybody, but my first playthrough of Red Dead, I tried to play it as the goodest person, how I would play it. Right. But on my second playthrough, totally, I murdered everyone. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> see all the different possibilities. I get it. And also, it's really hard to be a good guy 
in that because like you accidentally shoot so many people <laughs> that's also true just the uh the user experience it's, and it's, a, little, it's a little bumpy so <laughs> sometimes so but in wow there's no playthroughs it's like it's like a it's a live scenario right mm-hmm. exactly so yeah pfefferman to counter williams says um, Pfefferman believes that virtual worlds like World of Warcraft are perfect testing environments for mass behavioral reaction to outbreaks because, quote, it's not just that people were role playing, people were being themselves. And that's actually the most chilling fucking thing of all of this. The people running into like spread it and shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that is a human being that is now probably still alive today and is we're having to interact with that personality type in COVID times. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, even beyond that though, even like, because that's the whole thing of role playing, right? A lot of people want to play, uh, uh, Aragorn, right. In these fantasy roles, they want to play the cool guy, the just guy, but there are also people who want to play the bad guy, but I feel like it more skews just from my experience, more skews towards the side of the just righteous, good badass guy that does the right thing all the time and so if you're in that rpg role as much as you're bringing some of yourself into that character you're still playing a character yeah Mm -hmm. right and the fact that even in that setting there were still people being like i'm gonna be a troll and fuck off like it's probably pretty close to the amount of people like what john said like the deniers the people that are like it's a hoax or the people that are maybe even trolling in real life about what's happening now without having any context. Like when people were posting shit on like Twitter in 2016 about how like, Oh, I voted for Trump as a joke. Ha ha ha. It's the mm-hmm. same fucking thing. So it is pretty analogous. I would assume based on my personal experience of what it's like to play an online massive multiplayer online role-playing game or just like yeah. D D, like something that's more intimate you know what i mean like uh, it seems pretty close to the reality that yeah. we live now in different sort of terms i guess right mm-hmm. absolutely any closing thoughts there john i'm just you know flabbergasted as to how this all came to be <laughs> yeah it's, it's pretty amazing that like I, people you know apropos of nothing ended up spreading a disease virtually yeah like like but with like a real life model yeah it's crazy it's, like, it's insane it's, it's insane really bananas to think about like in yeah, the in well, the highly po- <clears throat> highly populated market zones mm-hmm, yeah, asymptomat- yeah also- asymptomatic carriers <laughs> like, yeah it's also crazy that like so, like this happens all the time like not just in video games and and not in just this context right where like these little funny happenstance serendipitous moments outside of what then they're then utilized for they happen everywhere that's the most i mean if you want to get really fucking out there that's the crazy part about life man yeah man like that's straight up oh yeah there's so many weird little coinkydinks that happen that help inform future generations to like do better or learn learn how people actually are in the real world it's it's mind-blowing yeah and so fucking fascinating so yeah this was uh 
Picard the Soul Flayer, Corrupted Blood, and a Virtual Pandemic. To quote the the great Brennan Lee Mulligan, incredible. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. We hope to see you again soon. This podcast is a product of Bird Bar Incorporated. Thank you.